and you guys won't get bored with it, trust me. All right, so we got a day of prayer, and then I'm going to do, I'm going to come up here, and we're going to come up here on Friday night, we're going to pray all night. Now, people will go, man, are we go-? there'll be times where you can rest, and there are going to be times when we take breaks, and, and we'll share some stuff and stuff like that, but you know what? Prayer is so essential to your walk. Prayer, what I'm hoping and praying right now is everybody, uh, it's like your mantle at home. When the last time you dusted it? You ever, you ever uh, uh, your TV stand, the other day I'm looking at it with my video games and stuff, it's like an inch of dust up there. I'm like, I never dust that thing. Prayer, our prayer lives have become dusty. Amen. How do I know? Well, this is what's going on in the world. People are standing at the edge of the cliff and they're jumping and they're asking for help on the way down. Yeah. Amen. I, well, I, well, I can't help you on the way down. I could, maybe I could throw a rope down there and hope it catches up. I mean, you, you ask for help when you're standing at the edge of the cliff. Amen. Don't jump off. But I'm gonna tell you a big, another big problem in, in the king. Not, I'm not talking about the church. I'm talking about the kingdom. Is pride. Man, everybody's so prideful. Don't want to admit nothing. Don't want to say nothing. Don't want to share nothing. And it's like, okay, we'll jump off the cliff then. I told somebody the other day who just was asking for help, but they really didn't want help. They wanted me to just waste time, which I don't have, and just listen to their stuff. And I go, you know what? Here's the thing. The bottom line is you don't really want help. So I tell you what, <coughs> go live a bad life and, and, and God bless you. I don't have time. You know? But my thing is I got plenty of time for people who want to be helped. But don't jump off the cliff and go, help, on your way down. Mm-hmm. When you're standing at the edge of the cliff and you know you feel yourself standing there, ask for help then. Amen. amen. All right, so we got to dust off prayer lives. Everybody say amen now. Amen. How do you know people don't pray? Well, I know. I'm going to show you how, how we know if somebody's praying or not. And, and it's like, man, okay, so we got a day of prayer. We're going to have a night of prayer. You know what prayer is? <sighs> Let me step on your theology a little bit. And this is, and I know people who, who are, if I said this to them, they would really kind of go, oh, Kenan, I don't know. There's no such thing as an as a intercessory prayer team. It's nowhere in the Bible. God didn't call that a ministry. When he said, hey, I've given you prophets, teachers, pastors, all these idiots, did he say, I've given you prayer warriors? We, every church, you know, has a prayer team, which I'm, I'm glad we got one, too. But you know what the prayer team usually is? People who have time. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's just people who, you know, or, you know, at, the, at certain churches, the prayer intercessory prayer warriors are always old ladies <laughs> with nothing else to do. <laughs> I, I, you know, and then, and then, and then it, you know, it's, it, groups come together and they pray and they go, man, we're intercessors. I'm called to be an intercessor. Really? Someone told me that one day. I'm called to be an intercessory prayer warrior. Are you? Okay, so you're special. Let me tell you, so the Bible says to pray without ceasing. Everybody. Everybody's an intercessory prayer warrior. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as intercessory prayer teams where everybody else says, here, you take this, you make it, you cook it, I'm just going to eat it. It's like a chef. You go, hey, man, I'm going to buy the stuff. I'm going to give it to you, but you cook it. And you know what's the number one seller of books? Prayer books. Hmm. People love reading about prayer, man. They're like cookbooks. Oh, you got cookbooks at home. How, much, how many times do you use them? 
<laughs> yeah, all these cookbooks, you don't pull them out. You don't use them. And the pictures look pretty, and you go, oh, they got a new cookbook out. You buy it, and what do you do? You put it on the shelf with the other six cookbooks you got, and you never use it. That's what prayer books have become. They're cookbooks that we never use. We like reading about prayer, but we don't pray. We like books about the Bible, but we don't read the Bible. I'm not mad. I'm mad because of the weather. Now, I mean, yesterday was tough, man. It was, it was blowing. I didn't even go out the house yesterday. We just stayed home. Me and Julia, Courtney had to go out her silly self, but she came home. And it was like, we ain't going out, dude. Julia was like, cool. <laughs> we sat in the house and just did jump, you know? And it's like, and, and, oh, and by the way, have a good Thanksgiving, everybody. Everybody say amen. amen. And I'm okay, and I thank you. People are contacting me going, what are you going to do? Your family's not there. And I'll go, I know. And they go, oh, what are you going to do? I'm good. Don't worry. I got family. Everybody say amen. amen. Courtney did a test run on cookies last night to still get ready for things. They didn't work out. <laughs> Julian even got pictures. <laughs> So we might be a little lacking on the, on the dessert part, but the rest of it will be good. Hey, man, somebody. <laughs> Courtney can't bake to save her life, man. <laughs> I'm going to send everybody the picture right? later on. <laughs> Julian, just, oh, man, he's brutal. So we're talking about prayer, and it's like, man, how important is prayer? Well, when you say pray, pray to somebody, most people go, oh, you know, well, pray. Yeah, you, you want me to fix it. I can't fix it. You need to pray. Mm -hmm. but, but when did prayer become like the last resort? Yeah. After I've tried everything else, then I'll pray. That's, that's what prayer has become. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. So, so, and I love it. Jesus in Matthew 6, he goes, listen, everybody, when you pray, he didn't say if, he didn't give us a choice. He didn't say it's, it's like a last resort. Or he, he didn't say that, you know, you can do it or not. He says, when you pray, don't pray like the hypocrite man who like to stand out so everybody can see him. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And you know what? So everybody can say they're great. A lot of your heroes that you worship online and you love, get all their stuff and you see them every time they come on television. And I, don't, I can't judge them. But I'm saying a lot of times you're giving them their reward. Everybody call them great. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't care if my name ever hits lights, man. I'm, I'm, I don't plan on writing no books or any of that. Somebody called me the other day and said, hey, I'm writing this book, and I want to use one of your quotes in the book. Can I use it? I'm going to give you credit for it. And I go, okay, that'll be about the fifth time I've been in somebody's book. Let me tell you a secret that I've never read. <laughs> never read it. Oh, you, I quoted you in my book. Oh, okay, thanks. I, I don't, never read them. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I'm not against books. I'm just saying I've never read it. So I'm saying go ahead. But it's like, man, we're getting to this place. He says, when you pray, go into your own private space and pray. Yeah. Let me tell you another thing that's going to mess with your theology. I'm going to mess with your theology all day. Jesus never prayed with his disciples. <laughs> never prayed with them. The Bible always says he went somewhere else. Never pray with the disciples. What? Jesus, no. You got to come together in prayer. Jesus, I'm not praying with them clowns. <laughs> prayer is a private time. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm for corporate prayer. Everybody say amen. Amen. But I'm saying if you look at Jesus, Jesus, at the, especially at the beginning, he never prayed with them. 
He always went away. The Bible says that Jesus in the garden, Jesus went and they walked in the garden and Jesus went about 50 feet further and then he prayed. The Bible says Jesus got up early in the morning and he went to pray. And he says, when you pray, don't pray like the people who don't know God, who just keep saying the same words over and over, think he's going to hear. We saw, I was watching the show the other day, it was a football show, and they followed, they followed the team behind the scenes. And it's, and it's one player, he's, 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 he's emotional, and he's getting up, he's saying, we can't keep losing, we're not going to be like this. And, he, and they're bleeping him out because he's cussing everybody out. And he's bent out of shape, and he's mad, and I don't blame him because they were losing. And he's, he's the captain, and, and he gets up, and he come on, guys, with the bleep, 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 and the bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> and then he gets done, and he goes, okay, now let's pray. <laughs> and what did they pray? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He says, don't pray. He's, so you tell, you're telling me people that know, don't know God pray? Yes. Yes, they do. He says, when you pray, don't pray like the people who don't know God, who just pray the same old prayers over and over again, thinking he's going to hear them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to dust off your prayer life. I'm going to help you do it. Auntie, one day Jesus, this Luke chapter 11, verse 1, everybody. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place and the disciples weren't there. How do we know Auntie go? When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Because when he finished, because they watched him pray in the bushes. They're like, Jesus always gets up and he goes to do this thing. And he goes, and they're like in the bushes watching at him. Because he never said, hey, come with me. He always goes, oh, they're asleep. I'm going to go over here and pray. And then the disciples woke up and they were like, where's Jesus? One of them, probably Peter or John, they, they went and they were like looking like, what is he doing? Oh, I think he's doing that thing. He's, he's doing that thing again that he always does early in the morning when nobody else is around. Yes. You look at the Bible countless times, it says, and Jesus was up early praying. Know what I realized? I, I got to work myself up to this so I don't shock you. So here it is. When he was finished, auntie, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, you got to teach us how to do that. Next verse. He said to them, when you pray, say. He says, when you pray, now, when you pray, this is how you do these things. Go. Say, Father, hallowed be your name. He says, listen, when you pray, this is what you pray. Jesus says, this is how you pray. Father, we pray that your name will always be kept holy. Yeah. You know, oh, there's so much in that. You know what it is? It's saying, Lord, I'm praying for my personality because I represent you and I have to keep your name holy. Yes. So that means prayer helps your attitude. Prayer helps you stop being a sellout. Prayer helps you stop getting your feelings hurt. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. Prayer helps you stop cussing so much. Prayer helps you stop being having attitudes with your family. Stop making your family pay when you have a bad day. Amen. But the world don't pay. Amen. It's like, man, you know what prayer does? Prayer helps you stop. I can't say that in church. <laughs> it's, it helps you stop being a jerk. Because yes. you know what? You're praying, Lord, let your name always be holy, and I represent you, so I have to keep your name holy. So therefore, yes. prayer helps you, uh, your, your, your situation and your relationship with your wife and your husband. Prayer helps you be a better father. Prayer helps you not say the things you know you shouldn't say. Pray, 
Prayer helps you realize that I'm a very, I have, I'm an emotion, I got a lot of emotion, but I'm not emotional. I'm not an emotional person. My kids will tell you. I'll be like, mm-mm. I get up here and you see this and you're like, oh, Kenny, you're not. I'm really not. I'm not really that emotional. I'm really not. I have emotion, but I'm not emotional. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because it hinders prayer. Mm-hmm. And you do stupid stuff when you get emotional. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. See, prayer helps you realize that, I, man, you get offended and it's like it, keep, it keeps you loving. Prayer, t- prayer makes it so you don't run away. Mm-hmm. Prayer, prayer helps you face some things. Prayer helps you continue to love. Prayer helps you forgive. Amen. He says, when you pray, pray to the Father that your name will be kept holy in me. Yes. <laughs> People get so upset. People get their feelings hurt. People get what it really is, you get your pride hurt. I've never thrown anybody away who's offended me. I always try to fix it. People have walked away from me because I've offended them. And you know what? My funeral will still be packed. It really will. But it's like I've never done that. I've ne- Some people have offended me, but I've never walked away from them. I always tried to get it straight. And then if I can't get it straight, then okay. But if I always tried. Amen. Oh, but people walk away from me in a heartbeat. Because I, uh, I guess I had something that I didn't do for you. And I'm going, okay, well, I've never done that. Prayer helps you stop doing that. Mm-hmm. See, how can you know if someone's jumping and they're falling down the cliff and they're screaming for help on the way down? You know what you say? You didn't pray. You're not praying. <laughs> they go, I know. <laughs> not praying. Pr- prayer, is so, prayer is like oxygen. Prayer is like water to a fish, man, it really is. When God created everything, he says everything has to be reproduces and everything is sustained by whatever is. So, meaning things are from the ground, they're sustained by things in the ground. That's why cows and all these things, they're vegetarians. He goes, fish are sustained by water. Right? Take a fish out of water, it's dead. Right? You throw a cow in the water, it may swim for a while, but it's going to drown, it's dead. Mm-hmm. And what is it going to eat? So what if you take man out of God? It's dead. Amen. Amen. It's dead. You're, you're out of your element. You're out of, hallelujah, somebody. He said to them, when you pray, Father, I pray that your name will always be kept holy. And the next one, auntie, is I pray that your kingdom will come. So that means that you st- then you start to get more in tune to what God wants. So prayer helps you realize something. Lord, I got to spread the kingdom. Prayer helps you get an urgency for the people around you who aren't saved. And you go, man, I got an urgency. I got to help you out. You got to know what I know. Why? Because I've been praying our Father that his name will be holy, so that works on me. But then I'm praying for the kingdom to come. So that means that, God, whatever you want to do with me, I'm in. Amen. Who said I sin? Send me. Yes. People have to change People's lives have to change because they met you. But it don't. You know why? Because we don't pray that. We don't pray that whatever, whatever, everything we have, we don't pray, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done. See, prayer helps you realize not what you want to hear. This is what most people's prayer lives are. Most of us, this is our prayer lives. And it was mine at one time, too. Lord, I tell you what I want you to do, I tell you what I need, and I complain about the rest. Mm 
<laughs> so true. That's prayer lives. Oh, I prayed all I prayed all the way to work. Oh, it staked you in emotionally. I'm sure that was interesting. <laughs> I know what you did. You just told God what he should do. You told God what you want him to do. And then you just complained the rest of the way. And then you said in Jesus' name, amen. Prayer is communication. It's so commu- pr- prayer is so important that, the, and the key is, if we can just get God to say something, he's bound to that. You know why God doesn't talk too much? Because if he tells you something, he's got to do that. Because yeah. he never goes back on his word. Hallelujah so much. Yeah. <laughs> know what I was thinking? <laughs> I, I need to push on, auntie. You know what I was thinking? This this came to my mind. In the book of Genesis, when the the garden, the tree tree was in the garden, all that crap, and and Adam and Eve ate of the tree, and I'm like, and the Satan came down and got into the serpent, and then God seemed like he didn't do anything. And, And I go, man, what happened with that? And God goes, well, it's simple. I've given man dominion. Man have dominion over the earth. Humankind, mankind has dominion. I don't, he said, I've given dominion to mankind on the earth, so therefore Satan knows that, so that means that a spirit that is functioning down here is illegal. It needs a body. That's why Satan had to go into the serpent, right? Mm-hmm. But here's God standing by, and I'm like, God, you saw what was going on. Why didn't you interrupt that? Did you have that planned? Uh, was this part of your thing? It couldn't be part of your thing for us to sin. And God goes, no, I, I just couldn't break my word. Satan knew that. I wasn't going to come down there illegally wow. without a body. But because I got ticked off. And I go, okay, Satan, because you did this, I'm going to get me a body and I'm going to come down there. Yes, thank Remember? And he, told, he said, Satan, he got on Adam, got on Eve, and he said, Satan, don't, I ain't forgot about you. What's going to happen is now, because you tricked the woman, I am going to have her be, make me a body, and I'm going to jump down inside that body, and then I'm going to legally come down here and kill you. Take back all your authority. i got to have a body. You know what prayer is? Prayer is Lord functioning legally all right. through you. Amen. You don't understand how powerful that is. It's, it's the way that God can affect the earth through somebody. You know what? Most people don't pray. They don't get results. So they just stop. <laughs> I'm not going to keep praying. I don't never, nothing. And then you, and then, and then and you can tell people who don't pray because you go, okay, you pray. Well, uh, um, Lord, um, God, I guess, uh, and I'm not making fun. What I'm saying is, it's because you don't. You don't pray. That's why it, that's why it comes out like that. Prayer is, is, is a natural conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and so it, it's like, oh, here's God saying, okay, I want to legally affect things now because I can't be illegal. That's why when your body grows old and it dies, your spirit and your, your soul isn't old. But it has to go away because then it'll be illegal. That's why when we die, 
We don't die. This thing dies. You know what? Jesus died. The Christ didn't. And then what happened? Jesus shows up in hell. And Satan goes, what are you doing here? You can't come down here. And he goes, yes, I did. I had a body upstairs that just died. Send them over your heads. <laughs> now I'm legally here. Now give me the keys. No longer are you in control of this. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I told you I was going to get you. Yes. Now I got a body on ice. It's upstairs in the tomb right now. <laughs> told you I was going to get you. Yes. I'm legal now. I'm legal. Because he gave man dominion. I'm legal. I got a body. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to go back and wake that body up. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Auntie, come on, let me move. Give us each day our daily bread. And it's then you go into what you need. So you mean prayer gets me what I need? Yeah, after you've done all the other stuff first. After you make sure you're, you're holy, you live, live in God, and I got to make sure your name is holy. And then, by the way, Lord, what do you got to do? Let me, get, let me be more important. Let me think that your stuff is more important than mine. What is, what's going on with you? What are you what, your, how can I help your kingdom be here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then you go into what you need every day. Amen. We start off with what we need every day. Yes, we do. And you wonder why your prayers don't work. Because you're not following the blueprint. Amen. This isn't really a prayer. It's a blueprint to pray. Amen. He says, then you go into what you need. So that means that God gets me what I need. Mm -hmm. So if God, I need more money. Well, I get you what you need. Now, here's the thing. Just do what I tell you. If you love me and if you keep me holy and if you're worried about the kingdom, you're going to automatically get what you need. Know why? Because you're going to give right. Amen. And then you're going to plant seed and then I'm going to bless you. And man, and man, if that hurts people's feelings, man, I feel bad for you. You're going you're gonna to stay poor all your life. Mm -hmm. He says, man, if you, if you, if you, you know, what do you need? Well, I need a spouse. Okay, well, if you love the Lord, keep it holy, and then you worry about my kingdom, then all, everything will be added on to you. I'll give you one, but not, this, not a bad one. <laughs> but really, he won't really give you one. Let me, let me really clarify. What he'll do is he keeps your head so clear because you've done the first two, you can pick one. Amen. He that finds a wife, not marries one, she's got to already be one. That's it. He that finds, she that finds a husband, not marry one, he's got to be a husband when you see him, before you marry him. That guy got husband qualities. Mm -hmm. Not just that dude is cute and he says great things to me. Okay, but does he have husband qualities? Is he, man, can the dude keep a job? Man, does the guy have a bad attitude? Does, man, does he treat his mama like crap? So you got to watch. Yeah, take a look at this dude. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, someone's showing me attention. <laughs> <laughs> And God says, but if you do the first two, you'll find a good one. So that means everything you need, God is willing to provide it. Here's the problem. We don't know what we need. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. You want to affect the earth through me because you need a body, right? Okay, well, you're in me. You're in me. So, okay, what are we doing here? Let's go. 
Oh, and by the way, after I've done that, after I make sure I'm trying everything that I can, God, to make sure your name stays holy. And then I'm, I'm so about what you got to do. I'll worry about me later. But now I'm thinking about me, Lord, and this is what I need. I think, I believe. Let's work this out together. What do I need? I think I need this. Do you think I need this? This is the conversation. I had a great opportunity. The company was like, hey, give, give us your price. Just come work for us. Just, we, need your, we need your leadership. Can you come work for us? And I went, whoa, give you my price. So whatever I say, you know, no, say nothing. Yeah, we need you. Whatever you're going to do, whatever you say, we'll, we'll sign it. And I went home, and I'm like, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord's like, seriously. <laughs> Never get to do what I want to do. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> Give us this day our daily bread. What's next? Forgive us our sins. But we also oh, and by the way, man, we got to stop sinning, everybody. We got to stop. Yes. Man, you got, you got to stop sinning. We have to stop sinning. Yes. You got to stop. At some point, you got to stop. It just, it's just, it hinders your prayer. It's going to kill you. I'm not saying you're not gonna. I'm not, you're not gonna. Them cookies were sinful yesterday. They really were. <laughs> I mean, it was like molten lava. And then the next bat was like dust. And I'm like, Courtney, there's something that we're not doing. <laughs> and Courtney's standing there looking at the oven. I don't know what's going on. Julia's like, Puh. <laughs> I'm like, man, we gotta stop sinning. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. Know why I don't beat people up about sin? Because we all do it one, and you know. And I'm trying not to fire and brimstone us. It ain't because I don't think it's urgent. And let me tell you something. A quick story in the Bible. Joshua, the Israelites are on a roll. They're beating everybody. And so then they finally get to this little town called Ai, and God says, listen, go in there to take care of business, wipe them all out. Then Joshua goes, all right, let's go, guys. This should be a walk in the park. We've, we've beaten bigger armies than this. They went into Ai and got stumped. They came limping back to the camp. Joshua goes into the prayer tent and goes, Lord, what happened? What, we got beat up. How did we lose that? And God doesn't say anything. And, and, and Joshua's like, man, what, are, what is going on? I can't believe you. We, we're at this, in this place and God's not talking. And then finally he says, well, what about your name? Your name's going to look bad because we lost. And God says, okay, now we're talking. I'm not going to let my name be bad. You got sin in the camp, dude. Mm-hmm. People are sinning. So I'm sitting there going, Lord, what are we doing? You know what? We're, we're a viable ministry in this area. We, we, I saw the vision you gave me. It's 12 years and we haven't gotten there. And God's quiet. And it's like, Lord, what are we doing here? Come on, Lord. Okay, is it me? Is it me? It's probably me. So I'm just examining me, examining me, examining me. And I'm going, yeah, you need to fix that. Whoa, you definitely need to fix that. And I'm examining me, and then I'm like, okay, God, I'm examining me. Okay, God, are we okay? Okay, now, you done with, now what's next? Well, God's quiet. And I'm like, Lord, you built this place out of nothing. They didn't hire me. It was nothing here before we got here. 
And some people said we won't last two years. Mm-hmm. And so through that, through that, it's like, man, and there's only a couple of us left that was in my living room, and we, and we still were still here. And I'm going, Lord, but division has came to pass. And he goes, okay, Kenan, are you ready? Your people are sinning, dude. I'm like, no, they're good people. I know. Good people sin. I, st- I still believe in them. I still know that we can accomplish everything. There's no sin that can't be fixed. Mm-hmm. But we need to stop. Amen. <laughs> stop. If you got unforgiveness in your heart, you need to get rid of it. If you do, and see, that's sin that we know about and that's sin that we don't know about. Amen. And you have to pray and ask the Lord to reveal the sin that you don't know about. Amen. So sometimes we're sinning and we don't know because it's just how we feel. And God's saying, you're not supposed to be like that. Right. And we're going, oh, that's how I feel. I didn't know that was sin. Come on, guys. We got to stop sinning. Amen. Come on, you, you know right from wrong. Yeah, you, you, it's just play... It's so mature, you know when you're wrong. I know you know it. I don't have to tell you. And let me tell you something. There's no sin that will ever make me blink. Because I ain't going to lie, I've heard it all. And there's no sin that I think is too great or too small. Amen. See, that's the way mankind looks at sin. God don't look at sin that way. And he's, and he's bred me not to look at sin that way. You know why? Because so many people come to me over the years, so many people have come to me with sin. And I go, okay, well, let's fix it. Well, you don't understand. I can't believe I did this. Well, I know how you did it because you're standing on the edge of the cliff and you're not asking for help. Then you jump and you go help. Mm-hmm. Gotta stop sinning. He ain't gonna bless us. He'll keep us. He ain't gonna bless us. Here's the scary thing about knowledge when you start to get knowledge. You can't say, I didn't know that. Amen. Amen. So prayer helps you stop being such a jerk. Prayer helps you stop being so hateful. Prayer helps you stop being so spiteful. Prayer helps you stop being so moody. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Man, Friday, man, I, I make these baked nachos. They're really good. Courtney, are they good? Yeah, they're good. They're good. We tear them up. And I'm like, man, some nachos would be good. I ain't had them in a while. And I'm like, oh, man, I was missing one thing. So I'm like, okay, we're not going to eat them today. I'll eat them tomorrow. Tomorrow came. I ain't want no nachos. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even want that. I'm moody. Man, I'm like zero to 60 moody. I'm like, good. Oh, watching Michigan yesterday. That was tough. I'm like, I'm like, good, happy. Oh! And Julian, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you see that? I'm zero to 60 in my moodiness, man. And, and oh, boy. I'm, so I'm not moody day by day. I'm kind of moody every 15 minutes. <laughs> and it's like, man, it just changes. And I go, what, what, what? You know, then I'm like, I'm so happy. And then they're like, and I'm like, what? 
You were just happy 15, it's been, it's been 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm that kind of moody, and God says, so don't take it out in the world. You need to pray. Amen. We don't pray. We don't pray. You know what the disciples are hiding in the bushes and they're going to teach us how to pray. You know why? Because when you do that thing, you do crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. You like open blinded eyes. Yeah. See, when you, do the, when you do that thing you do without us, you come back superhuman. Mm-hmm. And they're in the bushes going, man, he's doing that thing again. You know what? We need to ask him. We need to learn how to do that. You ask him. I'm not asking. Well, don't interrupt him. Don't interrupt him. Jesus comes walking out. And they're standing there. What? Jesus teaches how to do that. What? How to open blinded eyes? No. How to feed multitudes with fish? No. How to, how to make lame people walk? No. How to make leprosy go away? No, don't teach us that. Teach us how to do that, and we'll automatically do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you notice, when Jesus ever freed someone, he never said, in my name, come out, come out, come out. He just said, come out. Mm-hmm. He never said, in my name, uh, get them up and let them walk. He just said, get up and walk. This is what I realized. Oh. <laughs> Don't, you're going to make me laugh. <laughs> he says, the disciples are saying, rather, he spends hours doing that, and he spends minutes on problems. Wow, wow, wow. Jesus spends three hours with God in the morning and ten seconds with a problem. We spend ten seconds with God in the morning and all day with problems. Amen. Amen. And we wonder why prayer doesn't work. We wonder why we're slipping in and out. We wonder why Satan is entering into our home. We wonder why our marriages are bad. We wonder why our children are going crazy. Wonder why we're not making more money. See, we think it's because God don't answer prayer. (laughs) True. Not true. The disciples finally got it, auntie. You know what? They went, they walked to the synagogue. Man was there asking for money. They walk up and they go, silver and gold, I don't have any, but I do have this. Get up. Yes. They finally got it. They went, man, he does that for a couple of hours, and then he comes out and he just does everything. They're standing on, <laughs> Jesus sends them away on a boat. Jesus stays back, gets rid of the multitudes. Then Jesus goes, oh, this is a good time. I'm by myself. I can pray. Jesus prays. He comes back down. He notices the boat in the middle of the lake. They're struggling because the wind is just blowing and beating them up. Jesus goes, ah, just walk. And he's walking on water. And then I love what the Bible says. He was about to walk past the boat and just leave them. <laughs> and they go, hey, it's a ghost. And Jesus goes, oh, it's not a ghost. It's me. <laughs> And he goes, oh, let me get in the boat. He gets in the boat, and everything calms down. They're like, man, every time he does that thing, yes, man, something, you got to teach us how to do that. 
They didn't say, teach me how to take a little bit of fish and a little bit of bread and feed all these people. They didn't ask. The only thing the disciples asked to be taught was how to pray. How to pray. Auntie, what's next? I got eight minutes. You guys okay? Come on, Auntie. I got a lot more. We ain't going to do it all today. Come on, Auntie. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us and lead us not into temptation. And I'm telling you guys, if you can't forgive, you're in bad shape. Forgiveness isn't uh, uh, not acknowledging what the person did to you. Forgiveness isn't, uh, doesn't mean you're going to be friends and pals and going to have tea again. Forgiveness doesn't mean that. It means you let them go. Amen. And you wish no harm. Just go your way, I go my way, that's fine. And it also, it says, forgive me so I can help people forgive others. So how do I, Kenan, how did you, how were you able to forgive that? You, you, you went through one of the most damaging things a man can ever go through. How can you, how can you be able to forgive that? Well, because I realized something. God forgives me all the time. Mm-hmm. That he, forg- he had to forgive me for jacking up that nobody knew about but me and him. And he forgave me for that, so why am I not going to forgive? I had someone tell me, I don't know how you forgave it. I would have never forget. I'm like, and that's your problem. Yeah. I, I can forgive it. I yell at you about your phone. My phone's on. I, 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 I can easily forgive that. Easily. Because, man, he had to forgive me. Oh, boy. And we get sad and then bitterness sits in. And then someone who you, that's why I don't take compliments. Don't think when you guys clap for, for, that I go, oh, no, I don't take compliments. Know why? Because I'm a hero today. I'm a villain two days later, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a hero. Know what? I've been in your life all this time, and then one incident, you're ready to leave me. I go, oh, man, I'm okay. I don't take compliments well. I've had people tell me that. You don't take compliments well at all. I don't. I don't believe them. Now the flip side of that is I don't take criticism either. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> neither way sways me. Neither way. That's how I stay the course. But let me tell you, when I give a compliment, <laughs> I mean it. And I'm not going to take it back because you hurt my feelings. I'm not going to take it back because I expected something from you that you didn't give me. I'm not like that. I don't, I'm not, I don't function like that, auntie. I'm not a sellout. Everybody say amen. 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 You get mad, I don't know what to do. Matthew 17, it says, then here's a man who came, a man approached Jesus, knelt before him and said what? When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Yeah. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. Mm-hmm. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. Yeah. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Listen, I got my son. My son is in a bad way. Man, I'm telling you, he's, he, he, this thing comes over him. He has these seizures. And I brought him to your disciples, and your disciples suck. They don't know what you know. They can't do what you do. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, Jesus is away. The disciples are down. They, the man, I, I guarantee you, Jesus was off doing something jesus e. <laughs> and the disciples were down there, and Jesus, they're like, Jesus is not here, he's up in the mountain praying. And they were like, okay, well, you do it. Okay, we can do it. We've seen this thing happen before. I think he kind of steps, you know, a certain way, and he gets serious, his voice gets... <laughs> and they tried, to, they tried to mimic what Jesus, and it didn't work. Didn't work. Come on, auntie. 
you unbelieving and perverse generation. Jesus comes down and goes, what's going on? Well, I brought him to your disciples. They couldn't do it. Jesus goes, man, you know faith having suckers are getting on my nerves. How much longer do I have to stay with you so you can watch how I do this? How much longer should I put up with you? Just where's the boy at? Bring him here. Can you see it? Jesus goes, come out. Next verse. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of come the Come out. And he was healed at that moment. Healed right at that moment. Jesus probably was on the mountain probably like two hours. Spent a minute on the problem. Yes. We spend a minute in prayer, two hours with the problem. How important is prayer? How important is water to fish? Hmm. How important is oxygen to you? So here it is. He comes down. Jesus is mad. You know what Jesus is saying? Man, I've shown you how to do this. It's not that you're praying for the person and for that situation to be clear. It's you're praying for yourself and then the situation will clear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again. Jesus prayed like this. Father, me and you. So when he walked into a situation, he just said, be healed. Why? Because I've been praying, Father, me and you. What did I tell you? How can God get done, things done down here? He needs a body. Or he's going to be illegal. So what does he say? I'm going to break the piece of me off, put it inside of you. Therefore, you go, you walk in, situation is different just because you showed up. Amen. Unless you can't wake up in the morning and go, God, thank you for waking me up. Pray I have a good day. Amen. And then what do you do? Tackle the world for 24 hours, 23 hours and, 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 and 50 minutes? I prayed 10 minutes. I remember auntie growing up, prayer meetings at 3 in the morning. Yes, yes. 7 in the morning, 5 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And they made it uncomfortable just so you can press. Mm -hmm. Just so that to really see who's serious. I'm gonna, we're going to pray at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. is still dark. And you know what? People will show up. Amen. Not everybody. Because you know everybody, you know, we leave prayer to the, the people who got time. Prayer team is usually a bunch of old ladies. Don't let Marilyn hear that. I'm not going <laughs> to. Marilyn, you're doing a great job. Give Marilyn that. Amen. Make sure she gets that. Amen. Amen. But here's what I know about Maryland. She would be praying anyway, because she's always praying. Mm -hmm. I know God is probably like, Maryland. <laughs> no, God, I'm praying. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm listening, I'm listening. <laughs> 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 Maryland's always praying, man. You know, so, but what I'm saying, normally we just leave it to other people. Mm -hmm. And God is saying, I ain't, what is an intercessory prayer group? What is that? He's looking at Jesus, what is that? Angels, what is that? They're like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's some junk you made up. Because you're lazy. 
you think it's not important. It's that thing up on your mantle that just gets dusty. No, you better blow off your prayers, man. You better blow that thing off. You better Amen. crank it back up. Are you having problems in life? Well, don't, get, don't worry. You're just having problems in life. Problems are going to come. But here's the thing. Jesus spent hours with God, minutes with problems. Hours with God, minutes with problems. I was in the Lord all day yesterday. Now, I was around my kids all day yesterday. But I kept taking moments away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm in the bathroom, I'm not pooping. <laughs> That's my secret place, man. It's like, I'm in the bathroom, like, this is nice. Got a seat. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. And my kids know, don't bother me in the bathroom. I'm not pooping. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. There's minutes when I, I just go upstairs. There's minutes when I just go downstairs. There's minutes when it was warm, I just go in the garage. Prayers. You know how this church is going to be what God has called it to be? It's because of prayer. So this is what I'm saying. He was healed at that moment. Disciples worked vigorously to try to heal and couldn't do it. Come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out. I've seen this. Auntie, Unc, you've seen this. Somebody, yeah. oh, let come out in Jesus' name. Loose. Mm-hmm. Spit flying everywhere. Everybody, ah, pushing them in the ground. The hands, ah, come out of there, you demon. Jesus just went, hey, get out of there. Mm-hmm. Then he stepped back and kissed normal. Jesus goes, I'm out of here. You guys are so on my nerves. <laughs> I've taught you that thing. I'll tell you, we got somewhere else to go. Come on. We're not finished here. Let's go. I'm then the to get disciples done. came. We're out of time. You guys okay? You sure? All right, I'm going to get you done. Let me get you out of here. Come on. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? <laughs> so after everything happened, Jesus is off to himself because he's bent all out of shape. And then again, I bet it was Peter. <laughs> and they were like sitting around talking. Man, we need to find out why that didn't work. You know, I'm not asking him. He's mad. Well, you know, somebody got to ask. Peter, you got a big mouth. Go up there and, talk. and, and he's okay with you. Go up there and ask him. How come we couldn't do that? They're whispering. Jesus sitting over on a rock somewhere, pouting. And then he comes up, and, he, and he, all the disciples come, and he goes, uh, uh, sorry, Jesus, but nobody else is around. But how come we couldn't do that? Auntie, come on. He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible he says for you. Jesus is still brewing, right? He's still mad. And he goes, they like, how can I get to that? Because you don't have no faith. You got little faith, you little faithless little. I need a new 12. You got some, ooh, you got this little stupid faith. And it's like, man, you, it's, don't you know that you just need faith? Your faith is so little. It can just the size of a mustard seed. If it was legitimate faith, size of a mustard seed, 
icky. You can tell mountains to get out the way, but as soon as I say that, you don't believe it. Mm-hmm. People don't pray because they don't believe it. Amen. They, I'm not going to, what am I going to, he ain't going to do that. Didn't, right. But you know why you're really saying that? You know why you're really saying that? Faith. Shut up. It's because you don't spend time in prayer. And we don't pray because it don't work. So I'm not praying because it doesn't work. And he says, if you pray, just a little bit of faith will move a mountain. I promise you. I promise you. And then he goes on, auntie, in the next verse. And it's weird because some verses don't even have the next verse. They have 21 but don't have what he said behind it. Jesus says, listen, these kind of problems, they only get resolved through prayer and fasting. And fasting. Amen. That's the only way you're going to solve these problems. You have to solve them with prayer, and you got to stop eating so much. Amen. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to put you guys on a fast. Not all day, because you rookies can't do it. Let me tell you something about fasting. Man, I fasted three days, no food, seven days, no food. I fasted 21 days, no food. I fasted from December 4th to Christmas Day. No food. I lost probably, I don't know, 17, 18, 19 pounds. And let me tell you something. I did everything I normally did. So it can be done. And I hate when people go, well, that's you. You're committed. I wasn't no pastor then. So don't tell me you can't do it. So if I say, hey, guys, we're going to fast till 1 o'clock for three days. That means all you can have is your morning coffee, but don't put no sugar in it. That means you can drink as much water as you want, but don't eat nothing till 1 o'clock. That means lunch is at 11.30 or 12. I know, but you're not eating. Mm-hmm. Know why? Sometimes you got to stop eating. Mm-hmm. How come my prayers don't work? How come I've been praying for this and it's not working? You're eating too much. What, so what does that got to do with prayer? Well, what happens is when you don't eat, you're totally denying your flesh. Totally. Mm-hmm. You're not giving your flesh what it needs to survive. You're saying that right now, spiritually, I'm, it's more important. It's more important about life spiritually. So I'm going to lean to the spirit so much so. I'm not going to do something very natural. I'm not going to eat. The Bible says Jesus went and he fasted. How long did he fast, auntie? 40 days. 40 days. What happened when he came out? Then he got tempted, and that's how he survived. Most of us have never seen Satan face to face. He would kill us all. Mm-hmm. If he can tempt Jesus, oh, he'd destroy us. Amen. Some people go, oh, man, the devil was speaking to me. No, he wasn't. That was probably a little henchman or a little spirit or something. Devil himself, you wouldn't survive. If Jesus was tempted after fasting 40 days, and he is Jesus, by the way, he's going to shred you apart. Amen. That's why the Bible says God's not going to put no more on you that you can bear. And that's why Satan had to have a conversation with God before he started messing with Job. Mm-hmm. So what am I saying? Simply this. Some things 
Fasting and prayer is the only way out. So I'm like, Lord, the word, check. Lord, love, check. Obedience, most of the times. Trust, we can be better. And it's like, okay, well, we need to fix the sin problem. We need to brush off the, the prayer. And, and, and God, we need to finish out this year really strong in prayer. And then next year, and man, I never get this. I was, was in prayer the other day. And I'm like, man, I never hear that. I, I'm a, I'm a New Year's Eve kind of guy. And it's like, God always gives me a word. And for the first time in my entire life that I've been thinking like this, what's, what's for next year? God said, it'll be the year. I'm like, Lord, is that you? Because I never think that. I never say that. Because I think it's cliche and stupid. Pastors do it all the time. They get up, this is going to be your year. Who says? I've got up and said, oh, this year is going to be bad. <laughs> people go, oh, don't worry, he's going to get us through it. This year's going to be jacked up. <laughs> and it's because all the pastors go, oh, this is going to be a great year. Really? Let me pray about it. Uh, okay, so if it's not, they're going to, can I come back and say, dude, you said it was going to be a great year. So that means we have to pray corporately and separately with urgency. We're going to have to fast. We're going to have to stop eating a bit. Amen. We can do it. I'll give you the days next week. And then we're going to pray all night. We'll pray all night. We'll do all night. We're going to sit. We're going to pray. A lot, every, a lot of things happen in them nights, man, I'm telling you. And we're going to prepare ourselves for the last push. Amen. Because you know what, guys? We didn't start this to be run of the mill. Everybody say amen. amen. We didn't start this to get sorry and stale and, you know, we didn't do it that way. We didn't start this to be dusty. We didn't, we didn't start this to be run of the mill. We start this to be something else. And every church says that. But I'm saying, no, we were really picked to be different. Yeah. Well, how do you know? Well, what am I doing here? What are you doing here? You're different. All you suckers is different as it comes. Your approach is different. Everything about us is different. Only thing that's not different is our, our traditional building. Amen. Other than that, if the neighbors think that, you know, this is oh, just back normal, you, you woe beyond you, we, we ain't normal. Amen. He picked us to be different. I'm not saying he picked us to be the largest. I'm just saying he picked us to be different. Mm-hmm. So in Jesus' name, we will be. Amen. Everybody say amen. Amen. Come on now. Come on now. You with me? Come on now. Amen. Come on. I want everybody praying. Everybody praying. Yeah. Come on. Let's get out of here. Everybody praying. I'll pick it up next week or whenever I'm back. I don't know. Everybody, everybody praying. Everybody praying. I need everybody praying. If you don't know how to pray, ask somebody. Hey, everybody praying. You know how to pray? Come ask me. I'll teach you how to pray really fast. But most of you already know how to pray. Now, how much time are you spending on problems? How much time are you spending with the Lord? And you might say, Kenny, I just don't have a lot of time. Well, it'll take you about 25 minutes to get to work, don't it? Oh, how about this? How about if you get up at 7, how about you get up at 6? See, when you say that kind of stuff, people put their head down and start kicking rocks. <laughs> oh, I know. So you want me to intercede, and you want me to do it. 
not that way. Oh, I know, you want the prayer team to cover it because you're too busy staring the problems in the face and, oh, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. No, there's no intercessory prayer teams in the Bible. Not there. Jesus did not pray with his disciples. You always spent that time alone. So what does prayer do? Well, it gets God's stuff done in your life. It gets you what you need. It helps you, God, you know, help you become what God wants you to be. It helps you make a difference down here. And it keeps you from being a jerk. Keeps you from hurting people you love. Keeps you from letting Satan trick you into stuff. So, stop sinning. I'm saying it nicely, actually. I'm saying, come on, guys, stop sinning. You're going to mess up here and there, but come on, guys, we got to stop. We ain't going to win no battles, man. God just ain't that way. He just don't like sin. He don't like it. And I love when, God, when I got something off, God just nags me about it. Oh, he just nags me. Kenny, you know you need to fix that. I know. Kenny, you know you need to fix that. I know. Kenny, you know you need to fix that. I'll fix it today. Because, man, you, and I know I'm wrong. I know I need to say, I, I, need, I need to apologize. No, I need, to, I need to keep my head clear on that. I need to make sure my motives is good on that. No, I'm not going down that road. I know it ain't going to end well. I know how I am. We got to stop sinning. Father, forgive us for our sins. Help us to repent. The beauty of it, God, and I'm praying right now, actually. The beauty of it, God, is that I've seen heroes in the Bible sin, and they've done things worse than me. And, and, and I don't mean to, but it, it makes me feel better. Because if, if David sinned, man, well, I didn't do all the stuff David. I didn't send a guy to die so I could take his life. That was kind of tricky. And God says, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't have levels of sin. I just got sin. I go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, Moses killed somebody, God. I didn't, I didn't kill nobody. I thought about it. But I haven't killed anybody, and so I know God, I, no, don't do that. I don't look at sin that way. I don't look at sin. That's, don't you do that. So, Father, help us, God. Help us to do what? Well, everything you place inside of us, help us to use it. All the weapons of our warfare that we have, help us to use it. All the armor you've given us, help us to keep it on. All the information you pumped inside of us, we need it for a time such as now so we can get about the business of what you're about, not about our lives. And, you know, those who will find their lives will lose it. Those who will lose their lives will find it. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean by only a few people find it. The kingdom is hidden. 
Lord, I pray that we can keep loving. Because see, when you lack prayer, love starts to fade. Patience starts to fade. You're willing to walk away from people you love and you care about. And see, when, 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 when you stop praying, pride raises up and you, you get offended and people's heart feelings get hurt and your toes get stepped on. And see, when you're not praying, man, you, stuff just ain't right at, at home. It's just, uh, it's just ain't. when you stop praying, work is just a dragon. You know? When you stop praying, you get all these weird ideas. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? When you jump off the cliff and ask for help, it's tough to grab something to catch yourself on the way down. It really is. Try to grab a branch on your way down. See if it don't rip your arm off. But nothing is impossible with God, the Bible says. I'm going forward, man. Whoever wants to go with me, come on. Come on, let's, let's go. No more camp. We've been in camp too long. Let's go start a fight. Let's go start a fight for the kingdom. I think that's what happened. I got too soft. I got comfortable with camp too. Let's, let's just sit in camp. We're okay. You know, no, we don't want any trouble. No, let's start some trouble. People used to see me come and they go, oh, here comes trouble. Yes! <laughs> start some trouble. Man, we be at work. Kim, we, me and Kim walk in, they go, oh, here it is, these two. Yes, let's start some trouble. What we got here? I'm going to knock something over. <laughs> let's just break something. Let's just push somebody. In. Let's do something. Let's do it for the kingdom. Come on, guys. Let's break camp. Everybody pack up. We're moving. January, we're moving. I'm going to get you to January. Pack all your stuff. Let's break camp. Let's move. We're going to go start some fights in Jesus. Now, hallelujah. Amen. We're going to start spreading the kingdom a little bit more, man. Come on, guys. And if you don't want to do it, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad because I need everybody on one accord anyway. Amen. I'm not mad. If you don't want to go, don't go. I'm not mad. But I'm saying uh, don't let pride do it. Don't let Satan do it. Help us, Lord. Men should always pray and not faint. So if we're not praying, we're fainting. He says pray without ceasing. Never stop. So if we stop, we're not praying. It also says don't get tired of doing the right things. So you put all that in a pot of prayer does work. But that's how you get things done down here on the earth. But I'm broke. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know. <laughs>